We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Good afternoon, Chalutz. Hello, Jade. I nearly, I tried to get Charles Charles. out. Yeah. I tried and it just didn't come off the tongue the same. How are you? Good, good. I'm terrific. No, nose is looking good. Back at work. Yeah, yeah. You see, it's nice and uh, straight. <laughs> is it? No. no I was going to say. I didn't do anything to the exterior. I just want to clear rubbish. this up right now. No, you had a nose job. We it know. It wasn't it's a fine. nose job. It was a nose job. It was. It was some sort of nose Sorry, job. Sorry, it wasn't a cosmetic nose job. <laughs> so, what did you have done that you, that required four weeks off work? Three weeks. Oh, sorry, three weeks. And it, just saying, still a little bit tender. This yeah. is your fourth week on the podcast, isn't it? Don't know. Yeah. Time goes so by so quickly. When you're having fun, I know. I know. Mm. It's amazing. What did you have done? Uh, so I have a deviated septum from a motorbike accident when I was a little tacker. Oh. Um, I like have how had, little? Oh, well, sorry. I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> 16, 17. Wow. I'm sure 16 and 17-year-olds love being yeah. referred to as a little tacker. <laughs> little tacker. You know, when I was a young bloke. Um, uh, Speaking of, that's Ethan's age, and it's yes. Ethan's 18th soon. I know. Oh, my goodness. Mm. They grow up so quickly, Jade. <laughs> they do grow up so quickly. When's his actual birthday? Uh, the 5th of March. Good work, Uncle Chalutz. Yeah. You knew. I know them all. Yes, so deviated septum, so they a bit of septoplasty. Mm. So that's just in the background. They just straighten it up a bit so I can breathe a little bit easier. And can you breathe a little bit easier now? Not yet. It's still swollen. You want to give up the darts. I, I love you, Never breath. smoked. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, I should take it up. <laughs> maybe no, don't. Yeah. Not oh, ill. Right. Who can afford to smoke these days? Yeah, they're like they're like fifty bucks, forty bucks a packet, or something yeah. ridiculous. I'm too much Incredible. for tight ass. Yeah, well, you know, you've got lots of holidays to <laughs> yeah, be to had, haven't you? Yeah. Where are you going next? Uh, so I miss uh, Ethan's birthday. <gasps> I know. You better bring him back a very expensive present from, from your India. destination. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll see how we go. You're going to a yoga ashram. To what? To a yoga ashram. No. Yes, it's going to be one of those eat, love, pray. Things. Is it? No. <laughs> yes, could you imagine just, that? Yes, I can. <laughs> Me I've and my shaman. This, I've got this mental image of you with this in silence walking yeah. around in just Could robes. you ever see me be silent for more than 10 minutes? I don't know. It depends what kind of, what side of yourself you yeah. are looking for. Yeah, it's true. Uh, no, I'm going for the colour festival. Um, and I keep forgetting what the name of it is, but yeah, the colour festival. The Holy Festival. Holy Col- yeah, I'm sure it's called the Holy Festival. Oh, well, there you go. Diwali is the light festival, which yes. is in November. Yes. This is the other one. Yeah, I'm sure mm. it's called the Holy Festival because they, sp- they sell holy colours. Yeah. Because um, I've had to buy them before for the colour run that we used to do with oh, college. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason I know. Yeah. The only other thing I know India for, obviously, curries. is curries. Curries and naan bread and potato stuff, naan bread and yoga. Yes. Mm. That's yeah. what I'm going for. The whole thing. The curries, the yoga. <laughs> And the number. I so want to see you do yoga. Uh, you know what? I, I told you I signed up for it. Yes, I know. And uh, they what happened was they changed my roster. So I was going to miss three out of the four. Oh, so, bad luck. Yeah. That was in Mildura, wasn't it? Yeah. You could come and do Tash's yoga here. She's got a know, space. But <laughs> I'm related to Tash and I feel like she'd of course you be are. laughing to me, at me. She would not. She's a professional. <laughs> I know she's a professional. Mm. She used to come to my yoga classes at oh, the good. leisure centre um, as she was finishing off the qualification. That's still Saturday mornings, yes? No. No, I don't do it any. Oh, no, 
Is Tash Saturday morning? Yeah, I think yeah. She, she's got a whole timetable because she's mm. got her own room now. She's got a whole timetable. Mm. Follow it on Facebook. I will. I'll get, mm. get her uh, to that. And I'll send her an invoice for this yeah. advertising. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're desperate for sponsors. We need a space because this setting up and being everywhere is... Not working? It's, not, it's working. It's just time-consuming and annoying. Right. Um, and amongst everything else, this whole thing... Last week took me three days out of the five days to cut down audio. That's a lot of time. Yeah. So we need help to support uh, you know, me doing this instead of working for free all the time. Cause <laughs> Do you need a PA? I'd love a PA. I can't help you, and but inter- I'm sure we could find one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks for your generous offer. Yeah, I'm an ideas man. Yeah, you are an ideas man and I appreciate your yeah. ideas. But I had a thought, Charlie. Tell me what you think of this. That building next door to us, we're here at the Sentinel, and that building up there that used to be E-Works, then it was Louise. like a while ago, yeah. and then Lulu and Bryony and um, Ellen Nealon was using it as well. Do you reckon that would make a great co-working space? Uh, yes, we were talking about this. Slash thing. studio. We could have the studio <laughs> set up all the time, but have it you know, able to be well, rented out with free internet. People can just plug in, work away. We have a lot of travelling reps, travelling yeah. business people that come here, a lot of work-at-home-based businesses, that kind of thing. Get it out there, Jade. I reckon. I've got to get on to Glenn Stewart. Surely he knows about funding for this. He's the There'd be funding some kind master. Of, uh, some kind of grant somewhere. There is, because all sorts of... Kahuna's just got one. Barham's just got one. And I'm sure... Is that your doorbell ringing again? No, it is a message from somebody. And tell me who it is. Uh an ACO. Is this so. your Valentine? No. It's <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, but people could Wednesday. be listening to this on Valentine's uh, Day. I'm sure it's they will live. be. Yeah, if you are. <laughs> Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> Do you have a Valentine, Charlie? Go on, give us an exclusive. Uh, confirm or deny. I'm working Friday night. I'm not talking about just Friday night. If you're in a happy relationship, every day is Valentine's Day. I feel like this is not the forum. (laughs) I feel like this absolutely is the forum for this conversation. Anyway, moving on. Big show today. We've got Courtney on here. (laughs) Courtney Healy. uh, Not Courtney Healy. uh, Courtney Wakefield. Well, people would know her probably as Courtney Healy from back in the day. Uh, Grub's little sister. Yeah. And we've also got highlight would probably be we've got her big brother. Oh, Josh. Yeah. 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 And also later. Ozzy. Uh, yeah, Aussie are talking about uh, heart smart communities and AEDs and and Good Samaritan. You look really shady now. I've I've really rattled you with the Valentine's question, haven't I? No, just a bit hot in here. <laughs> After the Valentine's question. No. Uh, and also, um, for the listeners, this week uh, Jade only used one paper cup. Oh, so stop. one non-recyclable. And and honestly, when I walked in with it, I went Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. However, now that you bring me to that, let's announce this. Oh, is, yeah. this going to have his own cup. Yeah. So we have. So we're in the midst of creating some merchandise, which includes things like running singlets, T-shirts, hoodies, et cetera, et cetera. And the beanies. other thing we're doing, well, not beanies yet. We'll get the, oh. the summer stuff out of the way first. But we're also doing keep cups. Ah. Oh. Are you allowed to say this now about Loft? So, so you can buy them there. And every dollar from a coffee? is that? Still I don't happening? know whether it's the dollar or we haven't worked out the logistics oh. of how All it's right. going to work yet. And Weeman's Store will probably have some too. We also must thank the Weeman's Store for, for lunch. Yeah, delicious, as it always is. What about Happy Valley? Are they uh, jumping on board? I actually haven't asked, Nathan. I um, And we'll put them up on the Facebook page when they're actually finalised because we got the – 
No, they call them the proof oh, yesterday good. from Exposed. So Matt at Exposed is doing that um, and sorting out all the merch for us. So that'll be available sooner rather than later. But, yeah, it's one of those things because you're a conscientious recycler. Yeah. You can buy your cup and you'll be able to buy them on the website or from any of the cafes that jump on around town. Yeah. Buy it full of coffee and then refill it. And every time you refill it in one of those cups, a portion of that then will go back to the campaign, the fundraising campaign. Perfect. Cool, hey. Uh, how much are we... Great idea, Jade. Are we at? Cool. Yeah. Um, I had a look on the Facebook. So the Facebook page and the My Cause page are two different totals because they're two different. It's complicated as far as Facebook goes. But we're over $2,000 as far as cash donations go nice. now. So along with the $8,000 that's been pledged by businesses, we're at ten grand mean? already. Jeez. Yeah, didn't take long. I know. I didn't do yeah. at all. Granted, we have to make sure that... We don't lose momentum. So Luke's already messaged me today going, we need to do this, 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 and this tonight. And I'm like, I'm aware. Got a few things on. <laughs> a little bit busy. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. But that's all right. We will get there. Now, I think he is worried now because harvest has started and yeah. he's starting work earlier. He's lost that hour in the morning where he would run. Not that nice to do it after work? Or? Well, but he's not getting home until 8.30. Oh. So he's up at 6 and he's not getting home until up past 8, 9 o'clock. I'm sure he'll get there yeah. once it works. It's only the first week of harvest. So once it all settles down, I'm sure, yeah, you know what, better. have a lunch break as well. Yeah. Go and have well, a lunch break and go for a run. That, but it's easier to say that than... Yeah, I know. But, you know, or get up at five o'clock. I did buy him a headlamp for this, uh. running in the morning. You can put the headlamp on, take the dog with you, and you're good to go. Don't uh, you think? Yeah, that sounds like fun. Doesn't it? Yeah. Right. We'll talk to Grub Healy next. Contact yeah. towards Frederick. Good fist there from Lalawifi. Conti. Campbell off to Bernardi. Looking for options. Third in line was Whitford. She can flick a left boot at it. And in spaces, Wakefield running downhill hit for her as Bailey. She sees her now. Heads in that direction. In fact, she goes forward. And Courtney Wakefield. One for the kiss. I do love that little tiger bit at the end. Jeez, Grub, that was a good goal. Yeah, it was. Somebody asked me this morning who Grub was. And I went... Grub Healy, and I had to think for a second. The only one I ever hear address you as Josh is your beautiful wife. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good being here. That was a good goal, though. It was. Very, very Wrong team, though. Just saying. Charlie. Go Blues. Let's not get into a Carlton-Richmond argument just yet. Round one. We'll save it for round one. You're a Richmond supporter too, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, we will save it for round one. Mm. But let's talk about round one. We're talking about AFLW and Grub's sister, Courtney, who is now Courtney Wakefield. Correct. Come close to the microphone. I still can't hear you properly. (laughs) You sound like my wife. (laughs) That's okay. There's worse things to sound like. So you and the family went. Did the whole family go? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone did. Ashley flew over from Adelaide Mm -hmm. and Erin and Nathan went down, me and Amanda, mum and dad. And the boys? And the boys. Ben, Jack and Will? Yep. Yep. You get to go into the the rooms? The boys did. I stayed out. Um, Yeah, I didn't know what to expect in there. (laughs) <laughs> Probably fair enough. It is a female change room. Women's change room, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so I stayed at the back. Yeah. I had the back. Oh, I know. Just for the warm-up. I think. No, no. We didn't go in there. No, no. No, I didn't. No. Not pre-game. They wouldn't have anyone in there pre-game, would they? I don't think so. No. no. I don't think anyone, any clubs allow anyone oh, in there. No, no, it's only a post-game, post-game thing, and usually it's very much invitation only. Ah. Uh. Fair enough. Mm. Don't tell me you've never been into the change rooms after a game, Charlie. Uh, at Robin Bar Football, yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same, isn't it? Similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. similar. Very similar. Uh, so, Josh, uh, we might as well talk about now. That goal, awesome. How, how proud were you guys? Oh, yeah, we were pretty proud. Um, I reckon the whole stadium would have hurt us. 
I just had an operation on my hand and I'll give someone a high five and I nearly drop the frigging ground. Um, <laughs> What's uh, wrong with your hand? I had a carpal tunnel. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, locking oh, up. Oh, that would have really hurt. Locking up. So, um, yeah, so it was good. It mm. was, um, she should have had the first one, but anyway, she must have thought about it too much. That goal that she did kick, which was the only goal that Richmond kicked, wasn't it? No, no. Oh, no. two. There was no, two. two. Sorry, because the scoreline was 14 to 48 yeah. or something. It's fair flogging. Mm. Go Blues. Whatever. Um, but that goal that she did kick looked like she wasn't thinking about it or not trying at all. It just looked perfect. Has like, she done that to you in the backyard, like, as a kid? It looks like she's practised it. Oh, Many look, times. She, she would have. She <laughs> yeah, no, she was, she was a pretty handy athlete. Af- how do you say that word? Athlete. <laughs> athlete. Yes. yes. She's uh, also a very handy netballer. In fact, both your sisters are very handy netballers. Oh, you better say three because Aaron will never live that down. <laughs> yes. I don't know that I've ever oh, – no. I only know because I've umpired Courtney and Ash yeah. when they won the premiership with Wentworth a few years ago. Very athletic. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron. She played netball for Robin Bell, actually. Her claim to fame. She won an A-grab best and fairest there. And no one knows about that. Did she? Yeah. At Robin Bell? That's her little claim to fame. Did she? In the <laughs> same year that um, that they won no, the grand no, final? No, mate, no. no. She's, oh. like, oh, she's a few years older, you, isn't she? Couldn't tell you when. She's 30, 38, I think. It was the one and only. And Courtney and Ash were playing then. Yeah, They played right. in that one, didn't yeah, they? they did. Yes, they did. Mm. So youngsters then, I think they were... 15, 17, I think. Yeah. I think. Playing in an A-grade premiership at 15 years old. Yeah, well, I think it was. Don't quote me on my times or me how old they are. Grub, <laughs> I'll quote you on everything you but just said. But they say. were young. But they were young, yeah. They were young. Still very handy athletes. Did they? Did all three of them run rings around you with a foot? I mean, you're a good footballer in your day. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> Luke, nah. Luke played with you over at Euston yeah. for a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Very good times. You won a few games over there. You were a handy yeah. footballer, though, Grub. Oh, yeah, don't talk yourself handy. down. I'll, I'll kick a few goals. When kick I a few goals. Yeah. Could, take, could take a chess mark. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. Mm. Mm. Years ago now. Speaking mm. of uh, great Robinvale footballers, uh, your old man, he would have been super proud. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was proud. Yeah, he was really proud, actually. And um, I see Courtney's wearing number eight yeah, as well. Yeah, number eight jumper. Yep. Yeah, so I pretty much imagine he would have nearly had a tear in the eye after that goal. Right? <laughs> have you ever seen Pat cry? Oh, he's an emotional wreck. Is he? <laughs> when, really? When it comes to his kids' achievements, his sister, his daughters mainly. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what about your <laughs> He doesn't achieve much. <laughs> yeah, nah. You're an achievement yeah. in and of yourself. That's right. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good goal, a good game. Um, as I said, I was very surprised. I, I knew she'd go well, but what they had 11 inside 50s. I think she had added nine marks. Mm. Yeah. I think she'll get better and better every game. Yeah. I, think. She, I love um, how they run the story about her every time she gets a touch. Oh, and they say, oh, she comes off a property and it's like, is it like 250 MCGs? Yeah. That's what, how they. 2,250 MCGs or something. Yeah. I've, I've seen a few stats this week. It was yeah, Because you yeah. get, like, it was all over the news. On Monday, it was, or Sunday, Monday, it was everywhere that I looked. You mean social media or on the news? <laughs> Both. Oh, it's Both. All, it's, it's all yeah. News, isn't it? yeah. Yeah, because it is such a good story, and she's put in a lot of miles she to get it. as far as she has. A lot of miles, like compared to when she first went down there. As, as the story goes, she'll tell you, pregnant, boobs full of milk, and <laughs> wasn't even invited, and just went and had a run. And from there, she's playing. Yeah, so. good on. But they do say that hard work will beat just talent any day. Hard work and talent, and you've got a champion, but hard work will beat out talent only any given day of the week. Yeah, that's and, right. And when you're dragging yourself 12 hours every weekend, 
for training, for playing. Yeah, and having to run off and feed babies. And I mean, we've seen netballers do that frequently. It's not uncommon when netballers make a comeback and on the side of the court. And the girls have probably done it too. Yeah. You know, you you often, it's like I said, it's not unnatural. I did it when I was umpiring and playing. You just run off to the side and feed the kid and run back on because that's you a netball just court. You could do it like this. But to do it when you're playing footy, it all of a sudden becomes a massive story. And now to get where she's got and she looks fit. Oh, she's fit. Yeah. yeah. Like for an old girl, she's fit. She's not <laughs> old, Grub. Can we leave the old thing alone? <laughs> well, she's, not, she's, she's not a spring chicken. For a footballer. Yeah, no, and that's the thing, though. She's if, mature age. Yeah, if she was, a, if she was a, a bloke, and I hate the comparison, but if she was a bloke, at what is she, 35? No, no, 33. Well, there you go. See, she's not old. Yeah. 33, you're still, she's a spring chicken. Yeah, um, yeah no, but for footballers, even yeah. male footballers are correct. still at 33. Yeah. At 33, there's no way she would have got drafted yeah. if she was a bloke. No, that's right. Correct. No way. Yeah. Um, well, there's no doubt. I would have loved to see her. I got no doubt. Like she'll still be handy. Don't get me wrong. She'd be very handy. But I'd love to see her 15 years ago in this league. Like she was determined, bit of gear, and yeah, she. I reckon she would have smashed it. Like, That's the thing, though. And we were talking about it earlier. And if this competition had got up 15, 20 years ago, yeah. like there's a few of us, and I say us because I was one of them, sitting back going, God, imagine mm. if we could have gone on and just mm. given netball. And a lot of us probably gave netball away because it was. A nice ladies' game, and yeah. it is a lovely game, and now it's more athletic than it's ever been. Are you saying been. you're not a lady, Jade? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's those of us that don't mind a, a bit of, you know. Rough stuff, Jade. Rough, just rough physically. Stuff. There's a difference between <laughs> physical and rough. But, yeah. you know, I used to love playing footy, yeah. even when it was with the blokes. Like you said, yeah. if we had seen Courtney do this 15 years ago, yeah. she would have been phenomenal. Oh, I believe so. Look, and she's still she's, she's still maybe pretty handy. Like I said, that's her first proper game in... Oh, she's played for VFL, but that's the mm. first time ever on a big stage in 20 years. Like, she's probably going for in 20 years, and she's done pretty well. She's done very well. And she has, yeah. It was, like I said, it was an exceptional goal. We'll put the link to it on the on the website. But it was it just looked silky smooth, no problem, mm. big old kick. Yeah. Can no, you kick that far? No, jeez. <laughs> no, yeah, it was a good 40 metres. I'm good, yeah. for, I'm good for about 14, 15. <laughs> <laughs> probably her first goal I would have got, I reckon. But uh, she had the opportunity there to put that one through, but I don't know what she was thinking. Do you give her advice or have you just stopped? Oh, no, look, I still talk to her. Not, look, nah, I just, nah, I don't. <laughs> she, she will probably take and play different. Um, I'll give her more of a pep talk. A pep, oh, a pep talk. A pep talk. Yeah. All right, that's, and, yeah. Talk to get it going a bit. Right. And how would one of those pep talks oh, go? I can't, no, I won't tell you. No, no. I'd no, love to hear no, it. No, like, no, just stupid shit I come up with. I'll just Snapchat. I sit on a track there, I'll just Snapchat. Oh, good. I can I'm imagine. sure she enjoys it. Mm. Oh, not really. <laughs> They're at the Gold Coast this weekend, yep. aren't they? I, believe, I think they'll leave Friday morning, 10.40, I think she said. Tom will head down tomorrow and pick them up from Bendigo. She's staying with my sister at Bendigo at the moment. Mm-hmm. Which have been, Erin and Nathan have been massive actually. I don't think without them, she wouldn't be able to do it. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be able to do it actually. Mm. It's just a halfway house, Erin's got the kids. She's that's so good, isn't it? It, it is. Whereabouts wow. is, is the farm? Whereabouts? Yeah. It's about 150 k's from where we are here. Uh, north, northwest? Up near Pink. Oh, northeast, just up near Mungo. Oh, mm. Mungo Lodge, yeah. Yep, so. That's a long way from Melbourne. That yeah. is a long yeah. way from mm. Melbourne. No day. direct flights from there? No. Nah. We were talking about your old man before, about how he was a superstar footballer. Did he win a premiership within the under-18s with Richmond, did you say? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, he did. and that was it? That was it. Packed up and sort of said, yeah, couldn't go shooting or couldn't – well, he couldn't <laughs> play up. He loved it. He loved playing up. But um, <laughs> You're yeah. joking, aren't you? 
Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Still does to this day. Christ, mum needs a medal. Um, um, yeah, so no, he, he went down and done it and, yeah, he come home and, no, nah, that was enough for him. Mm. It happens like that a lot of the time though, doesn't it? Yeah. Boys from the country that are so talented yeah. but you put them in – the city, city and they're just a fish yeah. out of water and yeah. and I to- I absolutely get that and I absolutely respect that because even now when I go down to Melbourne I'm like oh, I, I lived here for years but geez I don't think I could do it now yeah, yeah no so. solid down there mm. well, we got in a bit but we even catching a tram that that one I was like bloody hell people who were watching your kids you just don't know what, I don't even know what tram to get on yeah <laughs> like freaking hell there's not many of them. <laughs> And I said, take me to Icon Park. <laughs> and the man was going, shh. <laughs> they can't turn. <laughs> they know. Speaking of your beautiful wife, and I know you don't know the answer to this, but we'll assume that she is going to the market on Friday night. Don't you help her out selling jams and stuff? How's she going with the old jam selling oh, and sauces? Yeah, she's poking along. She's um, she's working at the RDHS at the moment. Been there for 12 months. Yeah, oh. Doing a hippie program. Oh. So she's been pretty occupied with that. Yeah, something she wants to take further and just and she she enjoys it. So that's good. good yeah. The hippie yeah. program's a really good thing. Yeah, mm. so I believe. Mm. It is. <laughs> You've got no no, no idea. No pep talks there. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. But your kids would have been through it, which is probably why she's she's chosen to do that. Your kids would have been through it. Because they're at um, Houston now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Do they love it? Yeah, they. Two of them love school. Like William only started Monday. Mm. Yeah, two of them love school and one just, yeah. Which is the one that doesn't? Doesn't think he should be there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> oh, Ben. Yeah. Is he the one that's going to end up on the farm, do you reckon? Oh, would not have a clue. I hope he gets a trade and becomes a doctor or something, I hope. I don't think he can do a <laughs> doctor by apprenticeship. <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> Make sure you delete that. No way. That was stupid. No way. Um, that's hilarious. Uh, saying that, I started off. On that kind of thing with the paramedic right. thing. And now look where you are. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Sitting here getting interviewed by Jade. Yeah. We'll focus on you for a oh, second. Right. You're now the team leader. And we've got Nathan Osborne coming in in a second. Who is the? Uh, he's the PCSC. So paramedic uh, community support something. Something? All the acronyms. So, and you're team leader in our uh, now. Just for this month. At the end of this month, I think. Is that because someone's on leave? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. No, actually, someone's left that job, so uh, it'll get filled soon. But until then, there's people uh, stepping in, having okay. a go. Charles, I thought, yeah, I was off the whole. I was going another way. I thought you meant team manager at Ripple Footy Club. No, no. Bloody hell, mate. Sorry, we didn't sorry. put up a subject change. Uh, We're off footy now. Thinking, that's why I asked you how they're looking. Yeah, that's what I was going to go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking, you trained mongrel. Yeah, right. So now, now when you mate, yeah, I've got you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that works oh, out well. Oh, um, yeah, that's brilliant. Sorry, well, we went from doctor uh, yeah, to yeah. Ambo. Same thing. You know, if your yeah, phone you rings in that. here, you've got to answer it and tell us who it is. Oh, Hello. Courtney. How you doing, mate? Oh, just talking <laughs> shit with these people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're on the speaker too, Courtney. Yeah, you're on speaker. Oh, what are you trying to get in on the action too? I was meant to. I He's was riding to, off your coattails, Courtney. Put it close to the microphone so we can hear her. I was meant to interview you, but you didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. Devastated about that, wouldn't you? Nah, it's right, mate. Nah, it's right. <laughs> yeah, right, mate. That's all right, then. What time you got to ring Jade back? One thirty. Oh, I'll, I'll ring you, Courtney. It's fine. Oh, that's what we do you, here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Grub was just telling us how much better a footy was than you. 
Oh, well, he likes to tell a story. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently he likes to give pep talks too. Oh, I think he's a waste of talent as a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he should be doing? Motivational coach. Yeah, maybe a motivational speaker. <laughs> I can speak. That's probably not a bad idea, Grub. No, anyway, cool. yeah, look, I, yeah, I'm not taking your long lot. Jade just asked me to come in and interview you, but you... Yeah, righto, mate, righto. <laughs> Wrong time. <laughs> Wrong time. Oh, Lord, mate. Right. Yeah. What, yeah. can't, you have no work today. You can stick around. Yeah, that's exactly right. You, nah, you're doing nothing. No, nah, so I'll see. No, nah, I've, oh, I've already had ten minutes what? of air time. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, as you can only imagine, you didn't cry, did you? No, I didn't get emotional. No, not yet. No, nah, nah. nah, you probably got you've got no emotion left to show after Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. It was a proud moment. Yeah. We did play the highlights, and it looked like there was a little glass in the eyes. <laughs> oh, God, I'm worried. <laughs> oh shit! But, um, uh, yeah, right, girl. We'll ring. Ring, ring, Jay. Jay, ring at one thirty. Yeah, all right. I'll be waiting. Right, <laughs> I'll right, talk to you then, Court. Anyway, Grub, you're a visit, very busy man. You got no rain out there. No, nothing, nothing at all. Might have had two mil. Really? Even up the other farm up um, up uh, Chindlewood, up near Mungo as well. We had. Three a mil and Tom and Courtney have had 90 mil in three weeks. <gasps> You're joking. Yeah, how weeks. far apart? Uh, well. How many acres have, or hectares have you got up there and how much have Tom uh, and Courtney got? Uh, Tom and Courtney got. Can we get it into MCGs? MCGs. Yeah, yeah. okay. Talking MCGs then. I, I, I hate. Don't ask again. So they're about 40 k's as the bird flies and they had, I think they've had near 90 mil for the month and we've had about three. So they're going all right. Yeah. That's yeah, but that's remarkable, isn't it? When mm. someone you know, so you're so yeah. close. But even um, out here or around here, the other day, a lot of people had even on the farm that we're on, we can get rain at home, and there's just a little strip that'll go through, and no rain at the office, which yeah. is literally yeah. four or five k's away. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's Grubby Curran normally gets a yeah, he, pretty good. He gets a good. He's got a good little pattern there. Yeah, yeah. Grub. See, we're only probably forty k's from him too. Yeah, he must so that's go. out that way too. Mm. Near Mungo. I think he must go to church. Yeah. I think. <laughs> His well, last name's Curran. There's every chance, chance he probably does. Yeah. Yeah. Good Catholic boy. <laughs> you never know. Oh. Righto, Grub, thanks for coming in. Are you going to stick around and go and have some lunch and uh, come back when we talk to Courtney later on? No, nah, mate, no. Are you <laughs> sure? No, I've done my bit of airtime. All good, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> thanks, Grub. Thanks for coming in. Hey, Charlie, are you ever going to go back to work as an Ambo? Yes, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on days off. I had a day Monday. Mm-hmm. Your nose looks good after your nose job, by the way. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Night shift tonight and a uh, couple on the weekend. Be great. In Irimpo, you're not here though, are you? Yeah, Irimpo at the moment. Okay. For another week? Uh, no, for a month until I go to India. He's <laughs> <laughs> not bad, is he? How many other trips have you got planned this year? Uh, so there's Coachella. Oh, yeah. Co- yeah. I don't want to talk about Coachella because I'm That's, so... We're live cross, aren't we? Yes, we are, but I'm so jealous. Uh, and then there's Croatia in July. Yeah. You just be careful in Croatia. Yeah, it'd be good. It's not all blue and seas and yeah, beer and Skittles that they profess it to be. Oh. It's beautiful. Pictures look nice. Yeah, the pictures do look <laughs> nice. Just don't lose your marbles in any nightclubs is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm over that, Jade. Too really? old for that stuff. Really? I, I don't bounce back. You do, but it just takes yeah. three or four days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm, so. Hangovers are like... Yeah, anyway. Um, so we've got Nathan. You two are like Nathan. friends. It's all the very Nathan Oswin from Ambulance Victoria. Pleased to meet you, Nathan. Here you go, Charlie. <laughs> now, you, you said you're in Sea Lake. 
Sea Lake Team Manager. But do you work out of Swan Hill or no? Swan Hill PCSE, Paramount Community Support Coordinator. Work out of Menangatang. Oh, my gosh. So, at the moment, he's um, he's upper relieving. So, uh, the PCSE role is a high, well, kind of a higher position. It is um, a It's position. a different position yeah. to team manager. Can you tell me what PCSE is now, Charlie? Yes, I can. It is uh, Paramedic Community Support Coordinator. Very good. He couldn't and think of it before. He's learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, well, Nathan can say what he does, but it's uh, pretty much liaisoning with uh, the community. So our Paramount Community Support Coordinator tries to help build resilience within the community. Mm. Um, trying to work with different healthcare groups, um, emergency services, and all different community groups to how we can improve services to everybody. We can all learn to save lives, I suppose, or at least try and... Work, pr- to, work to save lives and yeah. how we can reduce people going into hospital unnecessarily as well. So there's lots of different aspects. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, and some of this could be is dealing with the community to and regular checkups. Just, mm. um, we can identify things early and get help to them before they actually need to be hospitalised for a long period of time. This role also you do liaise with um, the community health services, so yep. you do come down to Rumbow and have a chat to Leanne. So um, yeah, I communicate with different diff- with, um, with my particular role with Sea Lake and Rumbow and Manangatang Health Services, the hospitals. We also do some training with those hospitals in different mm. aspects and how we, they think we can help improve them. Um, so just, yeah, different areas with the dons and stuff like that. So it's quite a, an evolutionary role mm. and there's quite a lot happening in the PCSE world. Yeah. Just uh, before we get off the hospital, uh, sorry, not the hospital, the uh, Rumbar District Health Services, mm. um, you noticed I corrected myself from saying hospital. Yes. Uh, yeah. there was this something- is a bugbear of mine as well. Because, well, no, uh, there was something on Facebook the other day. Yes. Uh, which um, this is why I'm bringing it up. Uh, I don't think people realise that at the moment Rumbau is not a hospital. It's a, an urgent care centre. Mm. So there is a lot of difference. So we look at it, uh, instead of calling it the Rumbau Hospital, it's the Rumbau District Health Services because they do provide a heap of services. So uh, I know a lot of people get upset when they go there, but you've got to realise it's not an emergency department. Mm. Uh, it's an urgent care centre. So they can help out with a lot of stuff mm. and they are quite capable. Just that you got to remember, there's no GPs there. Yeah. So it's not A and E. Yeah. It's so not it's A&E not an emergency hospital. department like yeah. Mildura. So you just people. I know there was a f- few people on Facebook. Uh, you know, the keyboard warriors. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, we see that with all topics. Uh, but uh, they do do a really good job down there, mm. and they just well they are restricted to the fact that they don't have doctors there. Yeah. It's um it's one of those things. I saw that on Facebook too. And in the first three lines, I went, oh, hang on a minute. Robinvale's not a hospital. And there is, it's a great health service and there's a lot of services there. Maybe it hasn't been marketed as yeah. well as it could have been. Yeah, um, and I was talking to someone about this today. Even up the top of um, Alletia Road that goes down to to the hospital, uh, sorry, to the health service. health services, <laughs> there's a sign that says hospital. Hospital, mm. Back to Aussie. Everybody in Robinvale <laughs> knows me as Aussie, though. Oh, really? Because yeah. you're from Robinvale, aren't you? I'm Robinvale born and bred, yeah. Yeah, and married Robinvale girl. Uh, yeah, more or less Robinvale girl. Yeah. Yep, Houston. 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 I don't know if yeah. you claim Houston people. Yes, we do. <laughs> Robinvale, Houston. It's all the same. Hopefully Caroline doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't told her about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Robinvale's becoming a heart-safe community. Yes, uh, there's been 17 heart-safe communities announced by Ambrose Victoria in conjunction with the heart Australia Heart Foundation. Mm. So with those all those communities, there's three within Lodden Mallee, so Murrayville and Robinvale and 
think it might be bought is the third, okay. third one. Yep. So each of these communities, we want to encourage as many people as possible to learn how to do CPR and use an AED, Automatic External Defibrillator. It's more and more I've seen around the community now. Mm. Like the one we've got on the chemist? Yep, the chemist is a perfect example of that. So tennis club? Yep, tennis club. Footy club now? Yep, they get into the month. Golf club? Rising. Yeah. Weeman store very shortly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in. speaking of the Weeman store... Thank them for our lunch. Oh yeah, Chalutes. lunch was beautiful. Mm. Thank you, girls. Lunch was beautiful. It should. It's probably long overdue an AED out at Weeman, I would think. Definitely so. I mean, there's a lot of traffic out there. Mm. You've got some big farm, big properties out there. There's so. A lot of campers out that way around Easter. Mm. Easter time, probably yeah. the whole summer period. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Out yeah. There, so something out there, something more accessible. It's a long time to get an ambulance out there. So, mm. so every little bit that can help is a great thing. So yeah, and that's where that CPR. Knowledge is really important. It is. Um, so if anybody can do CPR and get an AED, and the chances of survival double by the public member rather than a paramedic doing it. Mm. It's, just, yeah, it's very important. Early CPR and early defibrillation is the key. Mm. And we were talking about it before because I'm very passionate about everyone knowing CPR because I know if I had a heart attack, I would want all of my friends and all associates to know how to revive me because I'm not ready to go anywhere yet. <laughs> However, um, it's one of those things, anyone that's playing sport, and like I said to you, I've lost a cousin on the footy field. It, all players of any sport, I reckon, need to know basics. You don't have to have your first aid certification. You don't need to have any certificates, but you need to know or at least have knowledge of where to put your hands and the basic knowledge of how to administer CPR. And yes. that's what's good about yeah. the one at the footy club now because uh, where it is, um, if you go down there, you can see it. Uh, it's visible and it's, well, it's easily accessible from pretty much, well, everyone except for probably the netball courts. Mm. So maybe we need to look at that as well. Netball um, courts will be yeah. moving soon. Oh, will they? Yep. Well, we don't have to look at that. Mm. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and that's like if everyone does and they're like, you know. Ideally, we would people. like every person in town mm. to know how to do it. Yes. Yeah. Not just Rockville, but Australia-wide. Yeah. But this mm. is what becoming a heart-safe community means. We can train up. As many people as possible. Yeah. For free. You're going to train everybody in Rockville yeah. for free. Yes. Everybody, right. right. Everybody right. listening to the podcast, get on to Aussie and he's going to train he's everybody. Is, uh. <laughs> and, and the RCAs. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So does this, I have got first aid certificate and CPR. Does your training then tick off my CPR that I have to do annually? No, well, no. No, no. Damn it. That <laughs> would have been easy. Well, we would love to give you a refresher. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll probably be due for a refresher in June, I think. If we can organise as many groups or people just contact you. We ideally, sporting clubs, community clubs, get together um, so they can contact me and I'm more than happy to come in and, and run a course. And it, that's quick. It's simple. Um, I carry... Dummy defibs, I suppose you want to call it. Yep. So training ones. So yep. Everybody can actually have a go and use it and see what it feels like, what mm. it looks like. Hands-on is yeah, more practical. And uh, also, if you don't know Nathan, you can also contact myself, Quentin or Cole, and we can put you on to Nathan. Yeah. We're, we're quite happy to handball it to him. Yeah, we'll put all the <laughs> details. <laughs> <laughs> we will put all the details on um, on the website as well and on our Facebook because it's such a good thing. And like I said, the more people that know CPR, the better. Um, so, yeah, as I've probably mentioned to you offline, um, we'll have a community ambulance vehicle down here. And at the ski race. At the ski race. Yeah, so, that's cool. So if individuals themselves who aren't a part of any maybe any group, mm. they can more than happy to come down to the ski race and we'll run them through it down mm. there and 
and then hopefully we can get these people to sign up with the Good Sam app. So Good Sam Responder, so these people can respond to an incident of cardiac arrest. Yep. So any time there's a cardiac arrest, the nearest four people are notified via the app and can come in and assist. Mm. Very important in a small place like Romvale, we've only got one ambulance and they're not always in town, unfortunately. No. They are busy guys. Yeah. Girls. Is that triggered by someone using a registered AED or is it triggered by a triple zero call? How is that triggered? Mostly, most of the time, by a triple zero call. Okay. So the Good Sam app is linked to Ambulance Victoria yep. and they will look at it and they'll find out the four closest people. Ambulance will still be dispatched regardless and I ask those people if they can respond and will be directed if they can respond to the nearest AED to grab that and take it to the patient as well. Also, Hence why we need many AEDs, defibrillators, around town as possible. Also, once you have a defib, um, registering it with AV is different to the Good Sam? Yes, it's more important to register your AED with... Ambulance Victoria, which mm-hmm. will then get put onto the Good Sam app. We're right. having a little technical difficulties <laughs> with the Good Sam app. Um, they're not popping up in the right place. If we can do it through AV, and then ambulance, when the triple zero call is made, we'll know where it is anyway, and we'll get that information, but we'll get passed onto the Good Sam app. Yeah. Also, with replacing pads and stuff, if it's registered, does that? So if a AED is utilised by a Good Sam responder, Ambulance Victoria will cover the cost of the machine. So Ambulance Victoria will come and get the machine. Yep. We'll send the machine away. We'll put new batteries, refurbish it, and new pads yep. at no cost to whoever actually has that defib. So more good sound responders out there. Let Ambulance Victoria pay for it. Great. Yeah, exactly. And if anybody any difficulties, there, once again, get in contact with me either directly or through mm. Charlie Quinn. Oh, we'll Cole put your phone number up on the there. internet. No problem. <laughs> zero zero zero. Yeah. <laughs> You were saying earlier that there's more AEDs coming into Robinvale. We want to get 18 so, publicly available AEDs. So part of here, the good uh, the Heartstar community, they would like to have 18 AEDs within the Robinvale community. Happy Valley Shop probably needs one. So what about Euston? Can we do anything to them or no? In my opinion, um, in my opinion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Euston doesn't have an ambulance service. Euston yeah. is serviced by the Robinvale Ambulance Service. Yep. So, and go and read in the literature and the media release, Robinvale and Surrounds. Yeah, well, see, Euston Surround, there might be a river in between, but yeah, it's, I'm, but it's a, whole I'm a bit the same. So, you know, it says, yeah. it says yeah. Robinvale, it says people that live or work within Robinvale, and I'm sure there's plenty of people that live in Euston, work in Robinvale, mm, vice, yeah. versa. vice versa. Is there an age restriction on how, many, how old you have to be to come to you and learn CPR? 11 plus. Great, because I think kids, it's really important for kids to know, particularly in an area like this, where you've got... People out on farms, kids out on farms, sometimes for days at a time, particularly during this time of the year with harvest and things, knowing how to call an ambulance, what to do, what to tell them, and how to react. We're happy to come in and talk to the younger kids yep. just how to call an ambulance and the process of calling an ambulance. Mm. One of the biggest things is having your children know your actual address. We can't find you if we don't know where we're going. Every uh, preschool or school thing I've done with the younger kids, yeah. that's my first two questions. Uh, where do you live? <laughs> and do you know who to ring kind of thing? Mm. And do you have a number mm. outside? And not numbers behind bushes, posts yeah. or something like that. Triple O call takers are very good with kids. They yeah. know how to deal with them. They know how to talk to them and get as much information as they can. But the kids have to know that in the first place. We see that on um, ambulance at the moment. Do you, do you guys watch that show? Uh, no. I watched it. <laughs> Why don't you watch it? I don't know about Nathan, but I sit there and pick the shit. 
and say, <gasps> why it. have they done that? Why haven't they done that? Of and course <laughs> you would. My wife hates me watching any movies to do with ambulance because I critique it the whole way. (laughs) Last night, in his eye, I couldn't look at it. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's just. We thrive on that. Yeah. (laughs) Sickos. I just couldn't. It's a special type of person to do what you guys do. It really is. But. Oh, my God. Mm. I'm devastated to learn that you don't watch it because we sit there and go, oh, they're not like the people in the call centre are so lovely. And They are. The people in the call centre are lovely. <laughs> and? <laughs> Leave it there, Charlie. Yeah. <gasps> Hideous, uh, horrible I like watching the monsters. UK one, actually. That's a that's the one I'll watch. Because you can't critique it? No, so because... you can see what they do different over there. Okay. Yeah. Different system, different yeah. way. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. It's all under the NHS yeah. over there. Yeah. I do find it interesting, uh, their scene times. Yeah, anyway, probably, you, for another you day. You might have been sacked on here, though, Charlie. I'm just going to I'm going to give them a plug. Amos Victoria, good people to work for. Well right done, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll leave it right there. Yeah, can you send that to my bosses? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Walker, we love you. <laughs> Before I hit stop, have you got any, any no, more plugs you need to give? No, that's all right. <laughs> Great. Nate, thanks for coming in. We'll see you at the ski race. No worries. Contact towards yep. Frederick. Good fist there from Lalawifi. Conti. And off to Bernardi looking for options. Third in line was Whitford. She can flick a left boot at it. And in okay. space is Wakefield running downhill hit for her as Bailey. She sees her now, heads in that direction. In fact, she goes forward and Courtney Wakefield. One for the kids. <laughs> Courtney, that it's it was your first game, and it was the first game for the Richmond AFLW team. Let's say right now. You're going down in history as the first woman to kick a goal for the Richmond Yay, Football Mr. Club. Yay. <laughs> and also, I think I've watched that goal now at least three or four times. That was awesome. It was good, wasn't it? But yeah. no, no I, need, I need to backtrack there. I wasn't the first goal kicker. Oh. I actually missed I missed the first one. Oh, yeah, you missed the first Wasn't that? <laughs> I suppose that was the third. Yeah, Grub let us know well and truly that you missed the first one and you're overthunk. Yeah. And, um, I'm, and I'm sure, sure someone let you know. <laughs> Yeah, hey, let us know. Oh, Don't you worry. Bloody terrible. But did, well, didn't you kick the first goal? Because there was only two kicked on Saturday. Nah, yeah, but no, Sabrina Frederick kicked the first goal. Oh, that's it. Um, that was at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and I think I kicked our second midway through, but it sounded good. Oh, well, it yeah. did sound good, and either way. Just keep going with it. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, do that. No yeah. one needs to know any different. No, no that's exactly right. And It'll ruin a good story. Well, they say the truth. I know, I, way, I love that it's... I love that introduction from you guys. I didn't want to pull you up on it because it sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed it too. So we'll leave it as it is. Um, first of all, congratulations. Like this has been a long time coming. Yeah, 20 years. Tw- yeah, making, yeah exactly. <laughs> 20 years. And how many Ks have you done over the last three or two or three years to get where you are oh, now? Oh, Lord. Um Oh, it'd only be a rough guess. I'm going to say maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I might stretch the truth a little bit here. Maybe, I don't know, 45,000? Yeah, we don't, let the truth, we don't yeah. let the truth get in the way of any good stories here. <laughs> There's no facts on this, <laughs> no, you, on this uh, you can, you can tell You can tell you've been hanging around Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, while we're talking about made-up facts, um, <laughs> how many how many MCGs is your farm? Oh, yeah, so that's 25,000. Oh, yeah. that's right, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, just saw that true. on there. Because the they first... They said it all the time the other night. 
Well, on the first paragraph, when you go to the Richmond Footy Club, because I'm a Richmond member, and when you go to the first paragraph of Courtney's player profile page, that's all it is. Like the whole paragraph is your backstory. My backstory, which is good. And it's a good backstory. It is. A, it's a great and backstory. I, I think that's the beauty of it is my story so different to everybody else's. Like, there's been a lot of hard work going to your backstory. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But And I can always say this, it's not only hard work for me. Like, I guess I'm the only benefit, benefiter, what's the word there? I don't even know what I'm trying Beneficiary. to say. Beneficiary. <laughs> Beneficiary, that's right, of, of all the work that you see. But behind, like behind me... You know, there's a village of family um, and friends who have helped me and the family get to where we are today. Um, so, yeah, but you're right. There's been a lot of hard work, there's, there's, you know, but the thing is I wouldn't change a thing along the way because it's gotten us to where we are today and the footballer that I am. Um, and what a footballer you are. But when you talk <laughs> about the family, for a woman that's got two kids, and I was saying to the boys earlier, I hate making the – I hate separating the women's game and the men's game, but for a woman on the side of a netball court breastfeeding a child, no big deal because you see it all the time. But when we That's talk right. about you a couple of years ago breastfeeding a baby on the side of a footy field, all of a sudden that's a big deal. Yeah, and um, Neil Baum always had great pleasure in telling that story, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but it is. It was even so at our Bendigo tryout um, at the end of 2017. I think Sid was seven weeks old. Um, so yeah, and even then, I was, I couldn't complete the two-kilometer time trial, obviously because I got fit as well. But <laughs> my boobs are full of milk, and kids <laughs> needed to be fed. So you know, it started at the very beginning for us. It's, you know, I was, I was a mum first, and then I was a footballer. To be a footballer with kids that are so young, you've got to have that support network underneath oh, you. Absolutely, yeah. And I, you know, certainly don't ever forget that. Either. I don't forget where I've come from and who I've come with because without my family, yeah, you're right, I certainly wouldn't be here because I know when I'm not with my kids, they're loved by everyone else like like I love them, Mm. which is is important for me. So, um, yeah, it's been a real team effort um, and I think everyone reaps the rewards of that effort on Friday night, which was lovely. Oh, it was a real, even though, even though Richmond lost. Yeah, go Blues. Lost, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a <laughs> right re- it, Yeah, <laughs> it was still a really good game to watch. And I think too, the skill level as far as the women's game, the first year people were kind of like, oh, the skills are not there, like the men, it's not as easy to watch. I think that was proven yeah. wrong this week. I mean, your goal, you look at that that goal that you kicked and you're like, that's a great goal, no matter whether you're yeah. whether you're an under-18s Richmond player or whether you're an AFLW player or whether you're Jack Rewalt. That's still a great goal. That's- that's right. I sold some candy and put it for the big chick. <laughs> yeah, that's their <laughs> life. <laughs> and and you've, got to, you've got to forget, there's still people now that um, aren't happy with the women's game. And But there's always going to be those people, even in 10 years' time, when we're, you know, super, super elite footballers that are not going to be happy with women playing football. Yeah. And mm. like, even, even, yeah, and go back to the goal that I missed, like, yeah, it's 15 metres out, whatever. But let's go back to season 2019 for the AFL, and I'm sure there were blokes missing that exact same goal. So it's not just women. Courtney, yeah. let's look forward right. into season 2020, and I'm sure there's still going to be blokes <laughs> missing goals. They yeah, can't kick absolutely. Goals. Like when, you're, when your dad was playing, you know, in under-18s, and he won a premiership with Richmond, didn't he? Yeah, he'll love this bit of a shout-out <laughs> from you. Yeah, well, <laughs> but then someone playing in your position – would be expected to make those goals and they would make them nine times out of ten. Now, even in the men's game, 
they're not making them. Then it's a no. different game now, and I think yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and I think those people Thanks. that are not happy with the women's game are the people that are stuck maybe back in the eighty, the eighties. Yeah, 70s that's and exactly 80s. right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. And so even from from my time, you know, in under eleven to now, it's twenty years. So much has changed even from then. Because did you have to yeah. stop playing in under elevens? Could you go any further? Yeah, no, I don't. I think because it was um, it was contact from under thirteens onwards yeah. that we were advised. You know, to go and seek out another sport, which we did, which we did happily, because at that age, you just enjoy playing sport, not necessarily just football, but sport in general. And you, you won a, uh, a netball premiership with Robin Vale and Wentworth, didn't you? No, yeah, South. and South Wales. Yeah. yeah, that's right, and yeah. South. Wow. Yeah. So everything you touch turns to gold. Turn to gold. Oh no! Look, no. Even back then, it was a team effort. Let's not individualise me. Uh, <laughs> I know you had Ashley with you. Um, yeah, so, I know. I did have a little sister with me. She yeah. was like the um, netballer as well. Mm. What's What's the process now for young women wanting to get into football? Like, how did How do I know you just rocked up to training? But uh, how did everyone else? Uh, well, how's How do you get into it? Um, so even now, still we still hold the talent ID days. Um, we held a couple at the end of last year for this upcoming BFLW season. Um, but there's just even it starts in like rep netball, uh, sorry, football starts in under 15 these days with the TAC Cup. Um, and the Bendigo Pioneers have a pathway from under 15, you know, right through until, and these days they have the women's, dra- like the women's draft as well. So, um, yeah, look, the opportunities are endless for females in football these days, which is really exciting moving forward. Mm. Is it easy though from, uh, like being up at this side of the state? Like, is, um, there, just, is there the opportunities? There's yeah, there's definitely the opportunities. So I think it's fair to say, you know, athletes in the country, we're always going to have to work that little bit harder and yeah. make those sacrifices that probably other sportsmen and women don't yeah, have to make from the city. Does that make you a more driven athlete, though, when you've had to work uh, that little bit harder? Yeah, absolutely. So I just think every part of my journey that we've had to work hard to get where we are, and it's certainly put me in a good position, um, you know, to be where I am today. Um, and, but, and the thing is, I've never lost sight of where I've come from, but, which is the country, which is really important for me. Because it's just doing that, I've hopefully created a pathway for future, you know, women footballers um come through to the AFL level. Yeah, we can certainly hear, especially when you talk to Grub, <laughs> you can certainly hear in your voice that you haven't forgotten that you're still, you know, Grub's little sister, which is oh, awesome. Yeah he, yeah, he lets me know about that too. Oh, I'm sure yeah. he does. <laughs> Being a mum though, and this is something that a lot of people, I guess, in Robinvale can relate to, and you're right, I think your story now, the whole backstory um, and seeing you, being able to watch you on a Friday and Saturday playing in the Richmond jersey is phenomenal and it's inspirational. And we've got at least three that I can think of off the top of my head, young women that will, given the opportunities and the pathways now, could go on to greatness like yeah. yourself. But because you've got two little kids, how hard is it you as a mother to be away from your kids so much, do you really miss them from time to time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do. Like, even now driving to uh, to, Bendigo, uh, to Melbourne from Bendigo for training, I miss them. Because mm. you know, obviously, um, you know, I had Phil in 2014 and then Sid um, at the end of 2017, I kind of achieved, so I was only playing netball and I'd achieved everything that I, you know, I kind of couldn't and wanted to in terms of playing netball. So then for me, it was all about becoming a mum. And I guess coming back into an elite 
sporting environment to play football. I'm going against everything I thought I would be as a mum. And, you know, I just got like my time achieving goals and playing at an elite level of sport is done. I'll spend, you know, every minute of my days and hours of my day devoting my time to my children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's hard. But, you know, they're, they're on this journey with me. And I think it's important for them. I think they'll reap the rewards in the future. Uh, we're living the best of both worlds at the moment, you know, farm life at Top Hut and then city life in Melbourne. I think it's really important to open their eyes to the world. Yeah. yeah. would make them really adaptable young people too. Yeah, and they are. They're, they're easygoing kids and they go with the flow. Sid's only ever known football because, like I said, he was seven weeks old when I started this journey. So all he's ever known is, is football, really. So um, he probably... Me a little bit for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not well, go there. There's worse things um, that he could he could be getting, oh, getting brought up with, absolutely. isn't there? And and the, the most important thing for me is when my kids are old enough to understand, I want them to know how important they were for me on this journey. Yeah. And do they, yeah. do you find that um, that your kids keep you driven? You want to make your kids proud and give them something to hold on to as they grow up? Oh, absolutely. Like everything I do, I do for my children. Mm. You know. It's, um, because I always say, if no one else is paying attention to my story or my journey, I've always got two little sets of eyes watching my every move. And so that keeps me motivated and that little bit, you know, more of an incentive to do everything to the best of my ability. Mm. Which is inspiration enough in itself, and I it, think. I just want to put in there, I feel like you've changed, Courtney, because you've mentioned the word <laughs> journey three times now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We try to avoid that's the not the word. Courtney I know. <laughs> Oh, what am I? What am I meant to say? I don't know. Not journey. <laughs> Grub not, also not journey. No. Grub also made mention that oh yeah, courts changed. Instead of drinking beers now, she drinks wine with a little finger sticking up in the air. True <laughs> or oh, false? Oh, you ask him. I enjoy a glass of red, but he too enjoys a glass of red. <laughs> yeah, but does he have his little finger sticking up or not? Yeah, because I think his little finger's that bent up from playing football. It doesn't go <laughs> down. Help it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you've got uh, the Gold Coast this weekend, this Saturday night, I think. Yep, that's correct. That's going to be soggy up there, I would imagine. Yeah, I've been checking out the weather forecast. Um, I've talking to Matthew Falls, mm. you know, throughout the week, uh, and then it does it does lighten up a little bit. Sad days. I think there's going to be that much moisture in the ground. It's probably going to be fairly heavy going. Mm. Uh, which is fine. I'm a farmer. I love rain, so can't wait. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. When was the last <laughs> week? Although Grub said you got 90 mils up there last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had probably about a, uh, a month ago now, we had, yeah, 60 mils. And then over the weekend, just gone, we had another 15 to 20 mil, which is, yeah, absolutely fantastic. That is brilliant. Like I said, everything oh, yeah. you touch turns to gold. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll put that one to time. I'll give him that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, best of luck for the rest of the season. And you've only got, you know, a person's time in elite sport is really limited. Um, and sure, that's right. Yeah, well, and like we, we were saying earlier when we were chatting, at 33, if you were a bloke, and I yeah. had to separate the two, but at 33, <laughs> you wouldn't be getting drafted. So No, exactly. Like you say, you know, even at the best of times, you're, you're – um, your place in an elite environment is limited, but at 32, um, with two kids and, you know, given where I live and whatnot, like, mm. it's just going to be one of those things that we take a year at a time to see how everyone's coping with it. But then, and that's the reason why, you know, probably always got a smile on my face, enjoying every moment, because I know it's, it's not going to be forever. Yeah, and that's it. And you do look like you're yeah. enjoying it, and you look 
really fit at the moment. I think the last oh, time I you. saw you, Court, was I umpired the Wentworth Grand Final. Oh. God, that must yeah, have been. Yeah, it might have been right. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. 16, was it? Yeah, it might have been 16. So that was a long yeah, time ago. Been. And, you know, you were athletic then. But when I saw you on the screen on the other night, I just went, oh, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> like you looked about seven foot tall. Um <laughs> And probably played like it a bit too. So I make, try to, yeah. Yeah, make the most of it. Enjoy every minute. Enjoy every minute Thanks you get well. to spend with the boys. And um, Thank you. I'm looking forward to getting home and catching up with everyone, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, when you do, make all, sure you uh, call in. Yeah, you've got all Robin Vale behind right. you. Oh, I know. And that's Even though you do play from, for Richmond. Shut up, Oh, Charlie. I know. Coming <laughs> from a small town, though, you know, yeah. you really – you feel the energy and the support from the people back yeah. home, which is really important yeah. as well. Definitely and I think everybody, particularly with all the highlights and stuff that came uh, after the game the other day, everyone sort of walk here and go, yeah, she's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's exactly right. I am one of you guys and yeah. I always will be. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Best of luck on the weekend. Best of luck for the rest of the season. And we'll ca- catch up with you again soon uh, before the season's out. Can't wait. Thank you very much, guys. See ya. Big show, Charles. Yes, it was. Jade. You're getting very good at this. <laughs> I don't know about that. Donny should be uncomfortable with that comfortable, I don't know, whenever oh. he's finished picking. God. I know. He'll be telling people that there's been some sort of infighting yeah. and you've stepped on his toes <laughs> yeah. or making something Actually, up. we don't even talk, me and Donny. Yeah. Not anymore, nah, not since anymore. you booted him out of the yeah, seat. Pretty much, since I backstabbed. I should have, I should get you to listen to the first time you came in and did this. Why? And how shaky your voice was and how <laughs> few words you had in your vocab. Yeah, because Donnie's so intimidating. This is why we've had a few. You weren't on, oh, were you on with Donnie that day? <laughs> yeah. Donnie's not intimidating. No. Is he? No, not at all. I was going to say, not to me, he's No, not. he's great. No, Donnie is good. Yeah. And it, I don't know, I don't know when he'll be back. Whenever he's finished picking. I'm, he's not going to drag picking on until June, is he? No, he loves this more than great picking, I oh, think. Does he? Can't you tell? Front page of the Sentinel tomorrow. Yeah, it's Peyton. He's my little guy who's here tapping my tapping my shoulder. And he got to have a paint with um, Brendan Kennedy. Down the main street. Yeah, so he's gone into uh, Dev Nair's old building. But Brendan works for VACL, which is the Victorian Centre for Australian Languages. That's who he works for. And that's going to become a language centre. For uh, local Indigenous languages? Yes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of, I don't know the technicalities around it, so we do need to get Brendan to come in and talk about it on the podcast. You did say, come down here. We'll just record it down here. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> there you go. There's we, space. Yeah, I was going to say, could we <laughs> we'll set up a space. studio, a permanent studio yeah. in here? That'd be great. But how good do the paintings look? Well, good. I've got to yeah. go and check it out a bit better. Yeah, you do. I haven't you, seen the pelican. You're not very observant, are you? No, I was probably looking at Mark across the road. Because that's where you would look. Yeah. But he, Brendan was hey, saying. You've got some chocolate there. It's awesome at the moment. The peanut one? $2.50. I didn't rate it. Huh. I've got half a block in this fridge. Didn't rate it. Because Mark was banging on about how much you and Nordo love it. And I'm yeah. like, mm, I could see those two sitting on the couch with a bottle of red wine, <laughs> eating a block of chocolate together. How cute. Yeah. Is Nordo your Valentine? No. <laughs> anyway. Again, I'm working Friday. So when we pulled up to Brendan and Candice who were painting this on Sunday, Brendan was saying, "This wouldn't this be great if we could get kids involved and just paint and use the street as a colouring book? K-square toilets. Oh, yeah. How cool would that be? Yes. And get a heap of kids involved in painting murals and have Brendan teach them. And, and that was the original thought I had. Oh, so it's a teaching thing. So it's not no. just get kids out there and just scribble. No, like uh. beautiful art. Yeah. Because the, the thought that I had, what? no, not scribble, not like Peyton. <laughs> well, Peyton's actually quite good at drawing. Yeah, that's he, good. Yeah. What are you drawing what, what for us that? now, mate? Could you write, draw me a dinosaur? Love Go. dinosaurs, don't you? Draw me a stegosaurus. I want to draw a 
You want to draw a diplodocus? Okay, no, go and draw a diplodocus. Yeah, fair Just enough. a four-year-old. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> draw um, one because I don't know what it is. Yeah, so my thought was for the podcast, how cool would it be to have like an old retro caravan and, they can paint that too. and get Brendan to paint that up? It would be good. How cool would that be? Is that when you're going to do your coffees as well? No, I'm not doing Just in the, in the meantime. <laughs> no, I get people to make me coffees. Oh, but anyway, it'd be great if I could. I'd love to do this full-time because it does take – it's a full-time bloody job. But anyway, yeah. people are now coming to us wanting to be on the thing, which is good. terrific. Yeah, so advertisers should get on board. Yeah. People listening. Exactly. Everyone listens, so. Mm. And also, it's just another way to get your message out. Because uh, really, if it's not in the, in the paper and you don't read the paper and you're not on Facebook, mm. yeah, it's your next best, next, next best thing. I would sense. even say possibly in between, in the mix with all three of those, <laughs> yeah. perhaps. Because yeah. um, it's a bit of a different demographic to those that might read the paper. People that ha- listen to podcasts might not read the paper and vice versa. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So even if you're hitting one or the other, you could hit both and that's a that's good true. result for everybody. Yes, of isn't course. It? Charles, thanks very much. No worries. Are you here next week as well? Uh, can be. Can you? Yeah. Jeepers. It's not well, much of a tall request, is it? No, I'm off. I'm off. So, ah, yeah. Lock it in for next week because I doubt Donnie's going to be finished. But, you never know. Uh, oh. It could be in between. Yes. Yeah. Right, we'll get out of here because this is going to take me hours to cut together again. What are you laughing? <laughs> are you laughing at a child's artwork? No, no. You are? No. <laughs> are you laughing at how phallic it looks? Maybe. It's beautiful, Peyton. It's a wonderful <laughs> diplodocus. I feel like I've seen one of these before. <laughs> Not one of those, you haven't. <laughs> it's wonderful. Charlie, isn't Charlie awful? Yeah. Uh, he's, no, he's, I, really, I like it. Yeah, you're a great artist, aren't you? Are. You are. No, you are. Yes, Definitely. he loves it too. And you know what? If he likes it, then he can keep doing it for a Stop it. Stop. Uh, Stop. Yes. Oh well. Mm. Right. Yeah, so uh, I'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.